nights when one drink with the girls turns into a bottle, but you need your car for brunch the next day. There's pickup. Or at Friday work drinks, where you don't want to leave your car with expensive tools at the pub. There's pickup. Don't miss out on the fun. Get a pickup. Simply book on our app and we'll pick you up to drive you and your car home. Two drivers arrive, one drives you home in your car, and the other driver follows. Download the Pickup app today. That's PKUP and wake up worry free. Hi, I'm Jamie Wincup. Hi, I'm Shane Van Gisbergen. You're listening to V8 Insiders. From the racetracks across Australia, and here's Inside Supercars. Welcome to the Supercars, Tony Whitlock and Craig Gravel, and we're joined by one member of Team Sydney, uh, a man who is not based in Sydney, but up on the Gold Coast, that's Jeff Doc Slater. Welcome back to Inside Supercars. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Craig. Great to be back on. We know that it's a, a tough year, and it's the second year in a row for COVID in, in Australia. You had here in the States under COVID, you had a year without COVID as well, but this year is tough, but your situation is even tougher because you haven't been at your home base in Sydney. You've been uh, having to garage the cars at racetracks when you're competing, but then back in Queensland at a new venue for you. And uh, it's not just in the time, for a whole bunch of different reasons. So can you take us through some of those problems you've had to confront? I, I can. It's, it's been a quite confusing and difficult uh, last few months. So basically we packed up our truck to head to Winton. Um, the truck got to the Victorian border where it was stopped and turned around because of COVID in Victoria. Um, at that time, we needed to have our uh, piston rings done with KRE. Kenny, Kenny Mac. So we decided to bring the cars straight up to Queensland um, to make it easy for us to take the engine straight to Kenny, get them done and service prior to Darwin. The trucks truck uh, just left straight for Darwin and we did the Darwin round. And um, whilst we were in Darwin, that's when the whole Sydney COVID situation occurred. So we haven't been back to the Sydney, our home base since uh, before, before Darwin. So since late May, I think. And you, your situation's compounded for a bunch of different reasons. One, of course, not being at your home base, but also the, the sheer fact that you've had to confront uh, um, not having a, as, as large a crew or even a full crew that you need to. So that's been an ongoing situation for what was Techno and now Team Sydney. Yes, yeah, so the last, last uh, obviously, last year or so has been quite a, a difficult situation with out a full complement of crew. Uh, it is something that obviously the team is trying to rectify, but right now it, it is the situation that, that it is. Uh, the, the COVID situation hasn't really helped uh, inspire crew to come into motorsport due to the, the state lockdowns and things like that. So basically when we did get locked out of Sydney, we had one or two full-time members in Sydney and were from Victoria or from Queensland. So being unable to get crew into Sydney itself to get bits and pieces out and the crew that was in Sydney obviously in, in lockdown, it became quite difficult and a lot of obviously communication issues back and forth have uh, just hampered the, the preparation that we had from, from that point on. I must admit, Doc, I've been waiting for that phone call. Craig, can you put the overalls on for Bathurst? Uh, well, it, Craig, I'm more than happy to have you on board if you want to have a crack. <laughs> It's a challenging time for all the 
all the teams and how can Team Sydney develop whilst you're in such a state of flux and how do you put those pieces in places with what you do know you have got available to you? Uh, I mean, to be honest, it's hard to grow and develop um, as the team. Uh, we are doing our best. The, the best situation that we had is uh, this break has given us the opportunity to take a good look at the cars. Uh, we sent both cars to Triple Eight. Um, Carmine Finn was heavily damaged after the Darwin first race incident, uh, so they had an extensive repair done on it. And Car 22 also had um, some the minor work done on it, so basically we've given both cars a good birthday um, in preparing them for what is the lie ahead. Uh, as far as team wise goes, you know, we're still obviously hunting for, for permanent personnel, and again, the situation where we're currently at, not knowing if we're racing in Queensland, not knowing that we're racing in, in New South Wales, and now being presented with the, the four straight weekends at Eastern Creek or Sydney Motorball Park and Bathurst, I guess that's you know, given us a, an idea of, okay, now we can a- approach staff to work for us, but it is a, it has been a, a trying situation. Given that you have four rounds in a row and then Bathurst at the same track, does that simplify your job or does it in fact make it more complex because you've got to really chase that, you know, less than 1%? Uh, it, it is a bit of both. Obviously, it makes life easier because you're at the same track, but chasing that 1% and half a percent to move forward is extremely difficult. So if you have a good car when you go for the first uh, city motorsport park round, um, obviously things become easier. But if the car is not quite in the window, it will become a real struggle to, to, to maximise what you can. You've worked with a number of different models of supercar going back to... Falcon Days with uh, Brightec and then Stone Brothers and previous model of Commodore and now the ZB. How does the current car that you have to work on compare to all the previous ones? Are the, the pluses and minuses, shall we say, to it? Well, I think the, the aerodynamics is the biggest difference between the current spec model and the previous models. I will say that you know, AAA praise them. They, they make a great car and they've simplified and carried over as many uh, components as they can to make life simple for mechanics and engineers and things like that. But naturally, the development of aerodynamics is the biggest area that the ZB Commodore definitely has over the previous spec Commodore or the the, the previous ones. Kenny McNamara's engines is one one part of the equation that uh, you had experience with before and obviously is not something that complicates your job at all. Absolutely not. Uh, KRE and, and Kenny Mack do a fantastic job, and we've always had a great relationship, uh, working relationship with them. So it, it's great being associated with KRE, and it doesn't hurt that they service the the, the front running you know, Red Bull racing cars as well. So good that you have a package where you've got data, equipment that has got information that you can start and and build on. What about with your your two cars this year, Fabian having a, a lot of information on what the Mustang's doing and then Gary having his various educations most recently with Matt Stone. Obviously, both have come from a slightly different background. Gary has driven a Falcon, has driven a Nissan, has driven a AAA car last year. And, I mean, Fabian obviously driving the Mustang for the last you know, several years comes with a solid background of, of what that car can and can't do, but translating that into what the, 
the Commodore can do is um, has been a, a slightly different, um, a more difficult challenge than we thought it would be. Uh, but you know, the, the Falcon obviously responds differently to the way Sabian drives than what the Commodore does, and it's something that we have been slowly working on. We may seem to make some progress, and it's almost you know, two steps forward, one step back. We we find cures for one thing, and then find issues for something else. So we have been slightly handicapped with you know new drivers in a certain car. Well, definitely feeding working with the Commodore as opposed to the Ford. Um, but we are still trying to, to maximise what product we have. Is that going to be made more difficult? Are you starting again because of such a long break between when they were last in the car? Uh, it, it is and it isn't. I mean, those drivers are itching to get back in the car, so I think uh, the time out of the car, they've spent wisely refreshing, um, relaxing and and re-energising themselves for what, what lies ahead. Talking about being at Sydney Motorsport Park, the home track of Team Sydney, were you happy with what they're offering up to you guys in the way of the various formats, tyres? Would you have liked to take a football approach, 40 minutes each half, and get on with it the same for all four weeks? Uh, I mean, I'm sure there's multiple combinations that they could have come up with. Uh, last year, we saw that uh, there were multiple tyre situations that were presented that offered a great form of racing and, and highlighted, uh, you know, uh, what allowed various opportunities for unknown drivers or developing drivers to come in and take victory. So I think they could have taken a different approach, but at the same time, everyone's in the same position. We know what we have and we just have to attack it as best we can. Is the job getting any easier? The job never gets easier. Uh, if it did get easier, it means I'm not doing the right thing. So <laughs> We all know that one of the key parts of motor racing nowadays, in particular our category and, say, Formula One, are pit stops. We don't aim for three or four second stops or under two second stops, but the continuity of staff is one of the key ingredients to getting that part of the equation right because it's so easy to lose places uh, in pit lane. Do you feel confident that you can get you guys up to speed, certainly for three three rounds without fuel stops, and then getting ready for fuel stop races, and then finally batters? Uh, I mean, the, the continuity of the staff and having them uh, consistently for four or five weeks straight should enable us to help develop uh, the, the pit side of things. It has been our Achilles heel this year, for sure, with the inconsistent staffing. Also, being our home track, you know, we have the pit stop rig out the back, so we'll be able to do pit stop practice regularly and try and, and, and fine-tune what we have. It still won't be up to the spec that we want it to be, but we should be able to make a small step forward. Given that both you and Fabian have come from larger and, and better resource teams, do you and he find that you know, you're keeping to get on the same page so you can sort of say, right, this is what we've got, this is what we have to work with, or... Is it is constantly sort of a, a head battering, sort of saying, no, we can't do that? Uh, it's a bit of both. Uh, you, you, we know what we have. We know what we have to work with. Um, there's no point complaining right now because the job still needs to be done. So uh, there's a lot of head banging going on um, from from myself, and I'm sure Fabian would like to be further up the grid as well. Uh, but right now it is what it is. We have to develop what we have. Um, 
in terms of we have to develop what we have for the next four or five rounds as well as develop what we're taking into next year to make those improvements. One of the equations that has dominated the category for the last three or four years, Scott McLaughlin, is no longer in the country. Obviously, he was a teammate to Fabian. Being in the Mustang, having been so dominant, and now we've seen the Commodore coming back with Triple Eight in particular, but also Chaz Mossett. Do you sort of see the equation sort of mixing up a bit more with Holdens and Forts? Uh, I think so. I think uh, Holden and today Red Bull have done homework in the off season, and both Jamie and Shane in particular are driving extremely well. Uh, and you know, Chaz has his moments as well where you know, he's extremely quick. Having said that, the, the Fords, you know, Cam, and Will and Todd have been very quick as well. And, and also uh, Andre has won during the year. So there's still a mixed batch of, of who can do what, but obviously Red Bull is the most consistent, um, consistent thing out there. Your timetable from now until the uh, first event, which is... Uh, Last week of October, I believe. So currently we are still obviously preparing uh, 19 and 22. Uh, we are trying to, to squeeze a test in prior to heading down to Sydney Motorsport Park. Um, but ideally, preparation on the cars for the uh, ability to do four rounds and then prepare the car for obviously the Bathurst 1000. So uh, there's a lot of work in the background about trying to organise uh, what we have moving forward to get through the next four rounds as well as heading into Bathurst. But basically organisation and, and yeah, just trying to make sure that we've got um, ev- everything back on track to where it needs to be. They have brought in a, a couple of extra practice sessions and uh, allowing your Bathurst co-drivers to have some time over the course of those four race meetings. But there are rules in and around testing and, and doing any work at a track you're racing at has there been any allowance potentially for anyone who might have test days available to be able to test in that gaps between those weeks or is it a complete lockout and you'd you'd have to go somewhere else if you did want to test a driver for next year or test someone for uh, future planning well i believe uh, for those who have an extra day that they haven't used we can test during uh, i think uh, sydney two and three or three and four, whichever event it was. Um, so there's the opportunity to do some testing at Sydney if your team has not done the three uh, test days available to it. Um, and, and right now, I think our focus is, especially for a small team like us, just getting through the next four rounds and then preparing it to Bathurst. So I think it is our focus at the moment. Um, I'm sure if other teams have something available to them, after Bathurst will be the, 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 the time to go testing. But for us, our, our goal is uh, aim at, at getting through the next five rounds. To that end, will you be having engine changes and everything at any stage through the four rounds or will you be saving everything up to freshen everything by Bathurst? Uh, currently, we're working through that schedule, whether we shuffle things in during the Sydney Motorsport Park rounds or we save everything to the end. Um, so we're currently working through that. I'm just trying to work out if I just come for Bathurst to help you out, Al, what's my workload going to be like? Well, what, what's your, your, your pay going to be like? <laughs> <laughs> I'm more worried about the work because uh, I know what motorsport pays. Yes, yes. Uh, Workload-wise, as I said, right now, if we can just schedule everything to be serviced and ready to go, uh, how we shuffle it in will be um, on basically the miles of what we've got available.
Doc, you've been in the category almost as long as uh, someone who's leaving it in, in one role this year, and that's Jamie Wincup. Now, you've been competing, and some years you've been fortunate enough to actually beat him, and some years not. He's become known as the GOAT, the greatest of all time, for valid reasons. Statistically speaking, no one else measures up against him. I mean, that fascinating figure that uh, he came in with no wins when he joined Craig and then uh, shot past him in getting to the 100-plus now. Your opinion of Jamie Wincup, please, Doc. I think Jamie is the ultimate professional. Uh, he's you know, truly dedicated uh, to you know, performing at the maximum level. Uh, having briefly you know, worked with Jamie on, on the 12-hour event, uh, I know he's absolutely driven to uh, success. He's, he's driven to get to the maximum that he can. And you know, finishing second isn't what Jamie's about. He, he's there to win. He's there to perform at his, uh, his best, as best, should I say. Um, so, and I think that's in, in all avenues. He's taken on you know, yeah, a business aside. He's, he's car wash and, and things that he's got up here. And they're successful. So I think Jamie is just one, the ultimate professional and just you know, aiming for outright success no matter what he does. And of course, next year you'll uh, more than likely be going head-to-head against him, him in his role as a manager and you and yours as uh, running Team Sydney. It's uh, even more fierce competitor uh, off the track, you think? Um, I think he'll be more fierce <laughs> off the track. Um, the, the fact that he's kind of handing over the wheel to, to Brock um, he'll be now more focused on what needs to be happening. So it won't be just Jamie to perform at the maximum. It will be the entire team to give it everything. So Jamie, as I said, will be fierce in any position he is, but now he's overseeing everyone. Uh, everyone will be driven to, to do what Jamie does, and that succeed. What's the strategy? How does Team Sydney win you your second Bathurst 1000? That's a good question, and if I let you know what it is, then someone else might use it. So I'll just save it for myself. I'll, I'll, let, you, I'll, I'll, I'll let you know after we win. <laughs> All right. A winner of both the 1000 and the 12 hour, Jeff Slater. Thank you so much for joining us on Inside Supercars. We wish you all the very best and uh, I hope you can uh, fine-tune that plan and have it written in ink uh, to win Bathurst. But just for the starting point for the next five uh, rounds of the championship, all the very best to you and yours, to your drivers, Fabian and Gary, and the crew that you're able to put on the track. We hope you have a great success over the next five weeks, the next uh, five events. Thank you for joining us. Talk later. Inside Supercars is produced by Thunder Media. Tune in next time for more. Or lock in the podcast on your iTunes or mobile device. Search Inside Supercars. The views expressed on Inside Supercars, including the panellists and guests, do not reflect the views of the network, Thunder Media or Sport Radio. Any publication or rebroadcast of the show without the expressed written permission of Thunder Media is strictly prohibited.